I'm Steve McLeod, and you are listening to Bootstrapped, the podcast for people running bootstrapped software companies. In episode 237, I chat with Michael Koper, founder of Nusi. We talk about what it's like when your product spends several years at a revenue plateau. I, I have the feeling that I'm a little bit in the desert. Uh, like uh, I've been I've been doing this for a long time with Nusi for like uh, about nine years now, and uh, I'm too far away to to go back. And I'm in the middle of the desert. I'm very thirsty, and uh, but the 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 road ahead of me is very far away as well. As I I cannot uh, I cannot afford really like a lot of help right now. I. I can only afford uh, like uh, contractors, like not even full time or like all or part time, and I have a long road ahead of me. So yeah, I'm a little bit like in the desert. <laughs> How long have you been in the desert? Well, we have this plateau for I think five years now, and uh, this sounds really this sounds really bad. Uh, I'm actually in a really great uh, state at the moment um the revenue is it's it's like far enough to to support me and and my family um but yeah not enough to hire people so i i'm still in the um, the mindset that i i have to do almost everything myself yeah which as well like i'm not always good at i'm good at developing but i'm not good at all the other things that <laughs> that needs to be done yeah. You said you're in the desert ah, and uh yeah. and the water's a long way away. You're very thirsty, but you you've come too far to go back. What would it mean to turn around and go back? What would that be? Going back to full-time employment, selling the business, closing it down, or yeah. uh changing the way you do it? Um going back, I, I think many different scenarios could could happen. Uh obviously selling the business would would be uh the easy one i think i never sold the business so I, I i don't know but that would be the easy one but um i i, I never want to do that uh at the moment because uh the, the money i will get is is not enough and then uh, i have to do something else uh after that uh, so or that is a full-time job which which i i don't want or starting something new, which is really difficult um, because I did it once. I don't think I can do it uh, the second time. Uh, so yeah, I don't know what's going back, uh, but that that's not an option anyway. I, I don't want to go back. I'm very happy uh, with the state I am right now. I like that. It's nice to know that it's possible to sell our businesses now that there's various sites and around to help us do that in companies that specialize in acquiring businesses like ours, but it doesn't mean we have to be planning to do it, right? It's just like something to take away a bit of the stress that if something terrible happens in, in your life and you really need to change things, there's a way to turn the business, which is a source of recurring income, into a, a lump of cash up front. Yeah. Uh, and so, with the beauty of SaaS and uh, the pandemic hit uh, uh, in March 2020, the schools were closed. My one and a half year old was like at home and I couldn't work for, for a long time. We had a curfew for, for eight weeks and I couldn't work. I, so I just did like 30 minutes a day and that was enough. And, uh, 
like Nusi was still the same the same state after, and even even that um, like half year they they were not uh, in school, so I I could really work one two hours a day top, and everything just continued. So that what I really liked was that even though if I don't want to work on Nusi anymore, with just thirty minutes one hour a day, I could do something else as well. I could have a full-time job and still doing Nusi on the side and have a That's like, not double tempting income. to you at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Should Can we tell people that you did a little bit of uh, work for me uh, a couple of ah, years ago? I, I forgot that. Uh, that. But it was part-time, yeah, I, very much part-time. Yeah. For, for what, three or four months, you helped me rebuild Sabre Feedback. Yeah. Because you're... The talented Rails developer and my skills in Rails are close to zero. <laughs> yeah, and I you're able to do that you, while um, also while also running new CS normal. Yeah, at that moment I just wanted to do something else, and uh, was mentoring you to to teach you a little bit uh, about Ruby and stuff. And I just saw like I really like um, the development uh, per se, and uh, that was like a very easy easy project that I could do on the side to just for just for fun so that was as well like the beauty of SAS you can just stop working on it for a couple of months and do something else and then go back on it with with renewed energy and uh, yeah I, I, I really like that uh, little project it was it was fun that's the only time uh, in nine years that I actually did uh, something on the site. You say it was just for fun, but I want to be very clear that it was for fun and money I did actually uh, <laughs> yeah, pay yeah, yeah. you for your time it was no actually charity. quite interesting for me to see that because it also got me thinking that this is an opportunity or an option for me at some point if I'm really fed up with my business and I need a break, but I'm not ready to sell it, that I can go and do a little bit of work for somebody else temporarily on a short-term basis. I, like you, I have marketable skills. I've proven mm. that I can create a software product. So. Yeah. Actually, as I was preparing for this conversation, I was thinking, uh, for some reason, the word kept coming into my head, stagnating. And I told myself, it's not stagnating. It's such an unfortunate term that some people use to describe their product when they find it's in a bit of a rut and they're not unable to grow it anymore. But actually, you can be on a plateau, which is a much better term, and have a very healthy business like you. It's, it's paying for your family to have a, I think, a... Um, a reasonably good lifestyle, especially by Spanish standards. Hmm. Uh, we spend so much of our time online inadvertently comparing ourselves to people earning good money, either in jobs or with their businesses who are bragging about it all the time. And we start thinking that's where we should be at. But actually, if you compare yourself to the people you truly live amongst in your own family and whatever, we're probably doing really well. Yeah, that's the reason why I'm, I'm uh, still so happy. Um, working every day with Nusi. Um, I always think like other other people like talk about it's never enough, uh, but I I think it's actually like right now it's enough. Uh, I want more just because I like the game. It's not because I need it. Um, yeah, I, I just have enough, and that makes me yeah, it makes it really calm. Uh, like a very calm business. Mm. Yeah. And even if you if you are growing, like uh, you're growing um, every month, uh, you, you add more revenue. You you need more 
you need more help because there's so much more to do and then in the end you have uh, like uh, a team and that's also maybe you like that maybe you don't like that but you have to know it before uh, if you like to be a big then then you need a team and um, that is a lot different a lot more different work than you yes. used to do i i never really hired uh somebody before but but i i did have freelancers working for me i hired a developer freelancer and then we had to part ways as well because because the guy didn't have any time for us really <laughs> but that that wasn't that difficult because that was like agreement from the start you know like it's temporary and uh, it's a freelancer so per month we we had a deal so that wasn't very difficult Hey, how about taking a little break at this point to tell people what Nusi actually is and does? And you better spell it out twice because it's a, a <laughs> difficult name for anybody to catch. Yeah, it's funny. Like we had a, a job ad for a marketer, um, like, I don't know, five years ago. And 20% of the people that applied spelled the name wrong. <laughs> it's not a great name. Uh, it doesn't mean anything either. It's just a made up name. It's spelled uh, N-U-S and double I, Nusi. And uh, yeah, it's basically a SaaS for, to create, send and track client proposals and uh, get, eventually get them electronically signed with the e-signature. You know your yeah. target audience? Uh, target audience are creative agencies, like freelancers, designers, and marketing agencies, SEO agencies. But it's it's all over the place. It's as well like architects use it. One person I talked to years ago offline, so I can't I have to be very careful what I reveal here. They created a product aimed at a particular audience, and it started being used by astrologers. You know, people will tell your <laughs> fortune by by the um by the star signs. People who run it as profession started using this product in a major way as part of the way their workflow, even though they never had. The, the person who created the product never had that in mind. And there was nothing particular about it being useful for people who try to predict your future. So, you know, this happens, right? You accidentally yeah. find yourself in certain uh, target markets that you never really targeted. Yeah, that's funny. This reminds me of, this is actually the only clients that we denied, that we say, like, we don't want, we don't want you as a customer. It was selling, there was a, like, quote, defense company that was selling guns and weapons and rockets. And yeah, like I looked at that like, <laughs> sorry, you you better not use Sanusi for this. I don't want that. And I'm assuming, I'm guessing you don't have an SEO page that says proposal signing for gun runners or gun smugglers <laughs> or anything like that. Yeah, it might be a good idea, actually. Like, <laughs> I'm sure there's not much uh, competition. Let's go back a bit in history. Have you spent much time thinking about how you ended up in this plateau? What what caused it to happen? Just churn kicked in. So we got less signups and churn really kicked in. And then we just uh, reached the plateau and we never got out of it. Uh, we, we've grown a little bit since, like 50%, but it's been a long time ago. Uh, but it's really like churn and signups just very difficult and and as well like in that there are so many competitors uh, mm. that came in the last we were one of the first nine years ago and there were maybe like uh, three or four 
different solutions and right now i don't know there are more than 100 solutions and uh, it's just it's we we are in those lists and and it's really like a, a feature race all the time um people are comparing us to others and uh, back in the day they didn't even know you could send proposals it was kind of like a unique thing and right now it's like uh, i'm competing with 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 huge teams of like uh, 50 people and uh, i cannot compete with features so it's it's a very different game right now it's very hard mm. to compete mm. you said churn got to did your churn increase or do you mean that you got to the point where signups equal churn and you yeah, sign up so the customers you're losing each month. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's actually a good, um, observation. I think us SaaS operators need to make is that all of us plateau eventually. And sometimes you can see the plateau coming two years away. If you're getting, uh, five new customers per month and losing five customers per month, and you find some way to increase your new customers per month to 10 new customers per month. If it, Eventually, your churn is going to get up to 10 customers per month. If you keep your average customer around for a couple of years, then it'll probably take about two years. You'll start seeing now you're churning 10 people. Like, it's inevitable. Yeah, yeah, I accepted it. <laughs> but uh, that that is like, you have to keep growing. You have to keep growing. Even if you want to, if you want to not lose any money, uh, not yeah. lose any MRR, you have to keep growing. It's, uh, it's an ongoing battle. Yeah. And it's inevitable. There's nothing you can do. Almost every product <laughs> around eventually plateaus. And I suspect that most of us running bootstrapped SaaS products hit a pretty low plateau. It might be, you know, $10,000 per month or 20 or 50,000. Very mm -hmm. rare cases that they hit a million dollars uh, per year. What's that? $83,334 per month. And unfortunately, when you follow people on Indie Hackers and Twitter and whatever other social networks and communities, you only see the people bragging that, oh, I went up again, I went up again, I went up again. But nobody keeps bragging when things go, when things hit a plateau. And you can get this illusion that the norm is that you keep growing indefinitely, but it's just yeah, impossible exactly. and it's not going to happen. You either hit the limits of your own ability or of your own ambition which I suspect is where you're at, right? You just don't have much ambition for it to be a bigger team and a much bigger product. No, like the, I've got the ambition to grow it, uh, but mm -hmm. but just I just want to grow it a bit, like because right now, uh, yeah, like right now, especially this year, like inflation kicks in and uh, kind of like I'm shrinking at the moment, uh, but it's still still okay. But I I just want I would love to grow a little bit, uh, maybe to be able to find some help, you know, like uh, a little bit more customer service help, uh, like more SEO help, uh, but not, I don't have any aspiration to have like a big team of 10 people. No, just, just a couple of people would be awesome. And when you say you would like to see a little bit of growth, how much does that mean? Does that mean 10% per month, 10% per year? 1% per month, like 5%. What do you, what do you have a concrete figure in head in your mind? Yeah. Uh, something like, like 20% a year would be really great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But not, yes. not much, <laughs> not much. 
modest, but it's a significant increase to your to your actual um, net income in absolute terms, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm always thinking I'm in it for the long run. I'm not like uh, like ten percent per month growth uh, growth. Like maybe that's normal for for uh, a SaaS, but for me that's that's uh, not really needed. Um, mm. Obviously, if that happens, I wouldn't complain. But uh, I don't have the expectations to do. I, I used to have, and then I, I used to look at all the analytics every day, the, like the Stripe analytics and the profit wells. Uh, but right now it's just once a month. Like uh, I completely, <laughs> I'm not ad addicted anymore on that. I just uh, continue what I'm doing. And uh, yeah, each month I check the numbers and they're, they're always the same. <laughs> That's actually a good way, place to be mentally. I think it's checking once a month. I think it's not helpful, not helpful at all to be able to check these numbers multiple times a day. It just and being informed every time you have a customer cancel and to see that, like, how does that help you? What can you do about it? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. And if you look no. at the numbers at the end of the month, you see, oh, we we lost five customers. We got six customers. It's like, okay, that's good. Everything's nice and steady, mm. rather than getting these yeah. five notifications that people quit. Yeah, completely. So, what are you doing to try and grow twenty percent over the next year? What do you what what concrete things are you doing apart from wishing um, and hoping? Yeah, this this is a difficult one. I I recently started working with somebody that does all the SEO. So still very early days, but yeah, like like ten ten hours a month he's working for SEO, and I hope to increase that amount and. Yeah, I'm and and I'm these days I'm way more like doing a lot more customer interviews, trying to talk with people, trying to get to know the features that that the the high paying customers really need. And so just just adding features, which is is not good advice most most of the times, and probably in my case it's also not very good advice. And yeah, basically that I'm just just improving the product and the, the, the big thing is that I want to change my pricing model because right now the the most the, the very successful customers uh, don't pay me much more it's just a little bit so I, I I like to improve the the product so I can I can actually charge them a lot more there's four main levers you can pull to to improve the revenue of your SaaS product. And by far the easiest lever the pull is to raise your prices. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like you're going down that path. And maybe that alone will get you your 20% growth for this year. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually a, a tiny bit more difficult in my case because right now I have to change the price model. I, I, I don't have to, to change the, the price. Right now they, they pay for active proposals a month. And I want to, to be able, I want to change that to per users. Uh, per user price, per seat price. The reason is I have very successful, very successful customers right now and that have like 20 plus users and have only like 20 proposals a month and they mm -hmm. charge like a premium for every proposal they, they send out. So I've got so many of these customers and then they don't pay for, for like extra users. So I want to change that. But right now it's, it's they they can easily change a login. They can easily exchange logins, and they can use all the same logins. But I I, I need to 
to make it a lot better for multi-user accounts like permissions and uh, like and stats uh, reporting uh, and stuff like that so i'm working on that right now okay okay good yeah. luck with that and good luck with mm. the the seo work thank you uh, it's uh <laughs> Something apparently we all have to be doing as SEO, and I don't particularly enjoy it, but uh, I'm going to find some way of getting customers. Yeah, and, and that's the reason I, I didn't do a great job with SEO in all those years because I really, really dislike it. Uh, it's just right now when you search on Google, I can I can see it. This is just SEO articles, very long articles, and and I don't get what I want immediately. I have to scroll down to the bottom. It's just I don't like the game, and I I know how it more or less works, but uh, I I really dislike it. So I I like I delegate that to somebody else because I I don't want <laughs> so to. So you don't I have to get your hands dirty. Yeah, Hire somebody and as well, not being a work. native, it, it's very difficult to to write for me to write English. Right. So I always have to delegate that to somebody else. Okay. Yeah. So how many hours uh, a week or a month? Let's say a week. Are you actively working on Lucy? Like ten, twenty, forty. It's like I only work when my kids are at school, and they go to school. Uh, from nine o'clock to four. So I work between uh, like uh, half past nine uh, until half past three. I, I work only these hours. Okay. So it's, it's really, it's really nice. <laughs> like uh, I, I work, I work really hard in those hours, but then I'm free and I'm with the kids. Uh, I'm completely disconnected. Holidays. Do you take vacation or holidays? I take a lot of, I think. For American standards, I take a lot of holidays, but but I I take more like a little little retreats here and there. Uh, you know, like uh, we, as as you live in Spain as well, the the kids got when they got first day off, they immediately get Friday off as well, <laughs> like so many times, and uh, most of the times I just take those those weekends off and we do uh, like a short trip or anything or just here in the nature there are so many hiking routes and we, we just just stay home and not working and uh, in the summer I take uh, like I don't know a little bit over a month off uh, but never completely I always uh, always travel with my laptop and it's always like uh, 10 minutes a day 15 minutes a day and uh, sometimes I have to fix something while we are on holiday yeah, but that's, that's the price I'm willing to pay. I don't work that much, uh, so I don't need to completely reset either. So it's just with so many short trips in between, like I'm, I'm constantly, my battery is full. I, I always want to work more. Uh, yeah, it, it works for me. I actually get a bit frustrated sometimes that I can't work more because there are so many times in which it is the right thing to take a break. And sometimes, especially as you mentioned here in Spain, when people find a reason to take days off and to close the schools down for anything, uh, it can be really frustrating when you're really into some like mini project you're enjoying and then you have to just postpone it for a week or two. Yeah. Yeah. The worst thing is on Wednesday that you have to stop working for the week because there yes. are holidays. And yeah, I, I but, completely agree. But, but it's better than the opposite, right? Which is burnout where you can't face work each day. Yeah, exactly. 
which is a place I've been before, and uh, mm. I'm work very hard to avoid getting in that place again. So, Michael, I think we should sum up. Uh, so, we've been talking about Nusi, your your B two B SaaS app uh, in a plateau, but it sounds like this plateau is a pretty nice place to be. <laughs> you're having a you get to take your kids to school every day and pick them up. You get to spend lots of time on holidays. You don't work long hours. Your company's very easy for you to run. Sometimes you're barely running it at all, if, if that's the case. So I think your plateau is uh, a, a position that a lot of other people would love to be in. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope to get a little bit of a more positive vibes of plateaus <laughs> after this episode. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really happy where I'm at right now. And uh, yeah, I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. And I hope you manage to get that 20% growth more or less in the next year for each of the next couple of years. It would already be a big, big change for you, I think, to be yeah, there. Yeah, massive. Okay, if people want to get in touch, what's the right way to contact you? I'm most of the times on Twitter, at Michael Koper, um on Twitter, and just uh, Nusi, uh, like, again, N N U. U-S-I-I.com. You can barely spell it yourself. Uh, <laughs> do you ever think maybe things would be different if you had a different name for the company, not for you, for the product? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to rebrand. No, it's going to keep this name forever. That's a smart move. Okay, let's end it there. Michael, it's been fun having you on the show. Bye, Michael. All right, thank you. Goodbye. Bye, everybody.